Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 13 of the Sex Cells podcast. Hope you're enjoying uh, this podcast series. Uh, this one's going to be a much lighter episode because the previous one was quite serious. It was. Um, it was. Passionate spew. <laughs> it was intense. Got but... on my uh, Sky News chair and just uh, rallied against political correctness. Um, but I uh, don't regret anything I said and uh, I would... Definitely still encourage people to look up some of the names that I talked about, Coleman Hughes um, in particular. He interviewed another lady. I've completely forgotten her name quite recently on his podcast, and it was a fantastic interview. Um, Anyone who lives in Sydney, uh, if you want, I've started a weekly comedy and improv show. It's every Thursday, 7.30 at the Potts Point Hotel, so go to neilandfriends.com if you want to get tickets to that. Eliza, how are you doing? I'm I'm doing good. I'm curious though. Before our podcast got intense last yeah. last week, you were saying that you were gonna try slide into some DMs using that specific. Which one? You oh, clearly you haven't. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Damn, I was. Oh, was it the one feedback. about like what are we gonna do on yeah, our first day? Yeah, A B C D E. Yeah, I uh, I didn't do that. I just stuck with my um, Chinese chef oh, no. line, and uh, I actually didn't screen. I screenshot it, but I got a pretty bad response from that. I slid in with that, and she was like. Ooh, coming out with a racist joke. Risky move. Did it pay off? And I was like, mm, sounds like we wouldn't get along. <laughs> and I just left it. Left. See you later. Yeah. So uh, Have you had any girls sending you interesting pickup lines? Um Do girls do that? Yeah. None that well, obviously not too interesting because none that are actually coming to mind. <laughs> but um I'm probably not focused on the the pickup line itself. I'm just stalking the the profile. Um, don't even care what they say. It's all good. <laughs> sounds bad, but look, let's be honest here. <laughs> I definitely have had some good pickup lines, though. I just can't remember what they were. Well, hopefully, hopefully our girls are pulling through and not just starting the conversation with "Hey, how are you?" No, I think uh, I've been on Bumble recently, and uh, most of them don't. Most That's of them good. do start with uh, something a bit interesting or a good question, but a few do start with hey and, hmm. uh, well, I'll still say hey, but I'll be like <laughs> nice opener or something like that. A um, little bit of negging. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of the old neg. Bit of Neil Strauss. Nice. <laughs> um, so today, like I said, we're going to do a, a pretty lighthearted uh, podcast. We are going to talk about dating deal breakers. Uh, I uh, I think we should just talk about things that people should avoid and it'll be very interesting to get uh, your perspective as a female on things uh, other females should avoid when, when dating men or just dating in general. And mm. uh, I'd love to talk about things that in my, uh, what, 10 years or probably a bit less than that, eight years dating, uh, <laughs> certain things I've picked up on that yeah. men should avoid mm. when they're dating. And uh, let's start off with... Um, Initial date, so first, second, third date. Anything comes that is to a mind red flag. That, yeah, that's a that's a major. We, we can go one by one. Yeah. So you say one and yes. talk about it a bit, and then I'll say one. So go ahead and tell me what is the biggest red flag when it comes to let's even say a first date. The biggest. Oh, that's intense. Or just one of the most uh, prominent red flags that you should avoid. Ladies, this is one for you to avoid. I think that a small one is when someone talks about themselves and only themselves. I agree. Um, and in that, often they you'll see like they'll say, every single ex I've ever had is crazy. 
every girl I date is crazy. If you're if you're a man and you're claiming that every single person that you've been with like romantically is crazy, there's a good chance that it's you and yep. not them. And it's also I think it's a turn on to be able to say like I've had functional healthy relationships and not struggled drastically with my exes obviously there's going to be outliers where there are crazy girls and crazy guys that will cheat and do wild things but if it's every single girl you've been with that's that's a red flag well i don't think that's just unique to uh dating men i think uh if there's a girl that's saying oh all my exes suck or yeah every guy i've dated has cheated on me well look that's sad but Mm. then i think you got to look inwards a little bit and, and ask yourself the question Why does that keep happening? Yes. Maybe there's certain attachment issues that you should be working on. Mm -hmm. Uh, I totally agree uh, on a first date. If people talk about themselves too much, it's a huge turn off. Mm -hmm. Um, You want to be asking questions to the other person. Yeah. And you're very self-interested. And especially if you're self-interested in a very negative way, if you're Mm -hmm. talking about, you know, these are all the bad things going on in my life. This is... uh, these are the bad relationships I've had. It's just, He's on my trauma straight off the bat. You don't want to yeah. hear that on a first date. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's really not something that a, 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 a romantic partner, let alone someone you're meeting on a first date, should have to deal with. Yeah, yeah. I have found actually that a lot of um, people that I've dated will open up to me very, usually on the first date, about kind of all their childhood trauma or baggage that they have Mm -hmm. and I do wonder like maybe I was instigating those conversations a little bit getting a bit deep but um now I'm like it's probably best not to do that and sometimes when people overshare those that information so willingly um it can be a little bit concerning um but I did the one you said before about um every single partner I've had previously has cheated on me I think it's a really common thing especially in females where they're like I've never had a guy that hasn't cheated on me whereas like statistically cheating amongst the genders is almost equal um but you're right in that there's something that these people might have to reflect a little bit deeper on about why they are seeking subconsciously seeking partners that may not be loyal and committed to them absolutely and then what they do is attract the uh the fixer yes and the fixer just gets their validation from uh well as the name suggests trying to fix this other person but that person doesn't actually want to be fixed they Mm -hmm. their sense of self-worth comes from well just constantly being a perpetual state of victimhood Mm -hmm. so then there's just this vicious cycle of the fixer and the victim and oh it's 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 terrible and and you know what i've uh, i've been there to a certain degree it's not nice so as what the victim or the fixer the fixer same i'm always the fixer <laughs> and, uh, well i've also had elements of victim mm. as well and look to a certain degree you know you can you, there's always a part of us that wants to help other people mm. and there's always going to be times when we uh, feel at odds with the world and want to vent mm-hmm. and complain about it and i think with a long-term romantic partner of course uh complain yeah. to them you know yeah vent with them and, and and talk about some of your previous uh bad experiences but on a on a first you know in the dating period i just think you should steer clear of that i mean if it's something major like mm. a uh ooh, um a, a a major trauma that's still affecting you currently mm-hmm. or or yeah. uh a certain thing that 
in your best estimation the other person should be aware of yeah it might be um it might make sense to to declare that or to just make it heard. for sure but for the most part um definitely obviously you're gonna have to talk about yourself but ask the other person questions mm. and don't open up with all your your baggage and the terrible experiences yeah. you've gone through it's actually more interesting be a bit of a closed book to a certain to a certain extent um i was reading this book by uh, this guy, an author called Bruce Bryans. I always recommend him. And uh, he talks about it, it's it's interesting when uh, men are perceived as being mysterious and a bit complex mm, mm. and not everything is revealed uh, in the first two weeks of dating that man. Did you, would you agree? I mean, I think that for 99% of the population, yes. But for me, it's like I like to have someone figured out and know everything very, very really? early on. Okay. Yeah, and it's probably that's probably why that I've ended up with men like having these intense conversations and like on the first date always one-sided I'm never coming back being like this happened to me it's always kind of like in a listening state but I've had a few men literally cry the first time I've met them just talking about things so interesting yeah it's definitely um <laughs> not common <laughs> yeah I don't know what must have been wow. going through a phase then <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's certainly happened, okay. but a little bit here and there. Interesting. Yeah. Right. Well, if you're dating Eliza, you can cry and yes. uh, open up. But for, as she said, for 99% <laughs> of the population, don't do maybe that. don't do that. Yeah. Um, what else? What are some other red flags you would uh, you'd address in, in, the, in the dating stage, in the initial dating stage? Um, when someone looks at their phone frequently or doesn't make eye contact with you. Amen. It drives me insane. Amen, sister. Yeah. You have to be conscious that when you're nervous, often like you'll kind of be like looking around like this, but it can also look like you're disinterested. So I think that it um it comes across like in one of the other podcasts, I was saying that when I had gone on a first date with someone that he was looking away and I instantly was like writing it off being like, nah. And then Later, I found out he was saying that he was nervous. So it was kind of like a different context. But to me, I was interpreting it as not keen. Yeah. So I don't like that. Couldn't agree with you more, especially the phone thing. Yeah. Uh, it's a pet hate of mine. Uh, you shouldn't even be on your phone on, yeah. a, on a first date if you've got an important call or something coming through. I would even go so far as to address it with the other person. Um it's just that's it's just good that rude. you would like, do that. Yeah. Just, uh, I, as you know, I have a I have a flip phone that I take <laughs> out because that's part of the reason. Well, it, it's also for for me because I get very distracted with the apps. So mm-hmm. uh, I like to uh, you know be in the moment with someone. And well, right now I've gone back to my smartphone because I wanted to take some stories of the of the show, but uh, and I've kept it. So we'll wow. see how we go. Plot but, twist. Um, no, the 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 phone thing again. That's not unique to to women that uh i would 100 percent agree with that and it just shows that that person one might not be interested in you and just has a really poor attention span yeah and i haven't seen it too much with guys i've dated but when i was on a phase of dating women it i was so shocked at how often it was happening that i couldn't believe it and this one girl i had gone on a date with we were out at dinner and she we were like Gigi's, we're getting pizza and she wanted to take 
a photo every single time they would deliver, like put a pizza on our table or a dessert. So, and she would full stand up and do the whole like this. And I was just cringing uh, so hard. Yeah. And the thing is, because she's focusing so intently on it, it was like four minutes of like silence. Cause I kept trying to like talk to her and she'd be like, yeah, just like not really responding. Cause she was focusing on this perfect pizza photo. Well, that's just rude. Yeah. yeah. And then afterwards she pulled out like, um, a mirror to check herself but it wasn't like a little handheld mirror. mirror it was like the size of an ipad All right, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a very self-interested person and i was like mm, i think i'm gonna Gosh. switch teams back the other way but <laughs> but it, yeah i couldn't believe it, it was um it was weird uh, that's yeah. um that's definitely a red flag <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah i mean i've been on a few dates where um when I, well one comes to mind where i went on a just a casual walk in the park and there was a little pond there Cute. with all these ducks and she just kept trying to take videos and photos of the ducks and I was like, oh, come on. Like, <laughs> supposed to be kind of sharing this moment uh, together but yeah, look, uh, maybe one photo here or there is yeah. fine but it, it just, I, I remember thinking like this is just, uh, you're more interested in getting the validation from all your followers than you are actually trying to connect with me. So mm. um, agree with you there mm. on on that one. But you know what? Ducks are so cute that I can kind of understand that. I've been called out for this before, actually, okay. that a, a guy I was dating for a short, like maybe two, three months, we act, the day we broke up was we're walking along Manly and I love dogs, like shocker. And I wasn't taking photos of them, but I was stopping and saying hi or just making eye contact and smiling at them. Yeah. Um, and he we were talking and I didn't say anything. I didn't be like, look at this dog. We're talking. And I just looked at dogs and smiled. And he was like, I literally cannot stand that you can't walk past a single dog without acknowledging it. And you're not giving like the attention should be on this conversation and on me. And I was like, we're too incompatible. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like that was the deal breaker for me. But, yeah, okay. um, interesting. Yeah. And now I date people that love dogs so that we can both be like, that's a cute dog. I agree. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the conversation. I think if it was a very serious conversation, no, of and course then you not. Were going, oh, look at this dog. I'd be a bit. Ooh, I love a serious conversation. I'll be a hundred percent invested. And if I was saying, like, if someone was talking to me and I was cutting them off, being like, "Look, look at this one," I, I get it. But if I'm just looking and smiling, like. You know? Yeah, yeah, I get, but and but that's also different to uh, t getting your phone out. Yes, and uh, having to post stories about it. So yes, okay. Well, I think we sort of agree on on the phone <laughs> thing. Yeah, unless dogs are involved. Yeah, have you ever had um, someone try to take like a selfie with you straight off the bat, like on a on a first or second uh, date? Um. Or just a photo. Not of recently. You? Mm. Uh, I I I think some people. I think once or twice when I was younger, a girl put me on her Snapchat story or something, and mm. yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, that was a bit annoying. Yeah. Uh, so don't don't do that if you are dating someone who has a profile. Don't take a story with them. Jesus. Yeah, I had a situation. Actually, it was a bit. It's a bit more dark, but he took photos of me while I was asleep. So. That, it's definitely a red that, flag, I'd say. <laughs> that was a big red flag. Yeah. That was a huge red flag, actually. I had a good, no, actually, I had a... Oh, I ended up dating this girl. But <laughs> I thought it was cute because <laughs> she was... Well, all right. Um, she... I fell asleep. This was the first 
it was the first date as well, but it was the first time we mm. she stayed that she she did stay the night, and she was a fan of me, mm. so I think she was quite enamored by mm. the fact that oh well I've been with Neil Kohatko or whatever, mm. and then. She, um, I was asleep with my arm on her and then she took a photo of it and then yeah. like, a few months into our relationship, she showed it to me and was okay, like, this is the first night. I was like, oh, that's, that's really That's a bit really wholesome. Cute. That's sweet. Yeah, I think the context means everything. Like the guy that took a photo of me, it wasn't me being cute, like sleeping. It was he like pulled the blankets off and like lifted up my shirt kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, well. <laughs> so that's um, gross. Damn, yeah. Was, did, did you did you address that with so him? So what happened was he came over, we'd gone out for dinner and he came over and he was actually the one that before he came over, he just said like, look, like I kind of like to take things slow. I don't want to like, I don't want to sleep with you tonight. I don't want to like, I just want to, you know, enjoy the time together kind of thing, hang out with you, watch a movie. And I yeah. don't want to like take that next step yet. And I was like, wow, that's a first, sure. So he comes over and he was right. He, he was not like going to do that. And then it got, I don't know, the movie went to like one thirty or two in the morning. And then he was like, oh, like, there's no trains going like I can I can get an Uber and the wait was like 14 minutes. I was like, you can crash if you want because I really liked him. He was really nice. And um, he was like, that'd be really nice. Thank you. Like, cool. Gave me a little goodnight kiss. And then he was like rolling over going to sleep. And I was like, cool. So then in the middle of the night, like I felt the a blanket being pulled off me. And then I felt I was wearing like a, a baggy T-shirt and then I felt it being pulled up. And I wasn't paying that much attention. I was like, maybe he's rolled over and it's just kind of like shifted or something. But then I saw um, a, a flash, actually a couple, and then the door closed and he went straight into the bathroom. And I was like uh, thinking, okay, it's four o'clock in the morning. Do I, and I'm in my apartment living alone with someone inside. Like, do I confront him? What if he like has a reaction? What if he hurts me? And I was like, who actually knows that he's here with me? Like no one knows who he is. Um, so I was freaking out about it. I was waiting awake for him. And then he was in there for like over an hour. And by the time he came out, I'd fallen asleep. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. in the morning, well, like two hours later, it was like six. So an hour after he, I can't even remember if he'd come back. He must have come back to bed. And then in the morning, I said, I saw you take a photo of me last night. You need to delete that. That's really fucked up. Yeah. And he was like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. And I was like, show me then. And he wouldn't. He just refused. And I was like, just show me your phone. Like, I don't mean to sound crazy, but I saw like the flash. I, f I felt my like shirt getting lifted up. And he was like, no, not refused to show it. And then I was like, well, you need to leave. And he did. And then he was like, when's our second date? I was like, mate, <laughs> no second date. Mm. So that was weird. Well, that's definitely a red that's flag. That's a red flag. That's Moral a, of that story. That's a red flag for the Don't police, Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Unfortunately. Jeez, you get so, you've, you've had, had some, some uh, crazy, yeah. Interesting guys, haven't you? <laughs> it's not even the worst. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> i think you know what it is i think it's you let them open up too much it and is then and then we're bonded and then now nah, i think that um you know because i have worked so long in like child protection and and dealing with like pedophiles and child sexual abusers that my threshold for crazy is very high so yeah, i'm used okay. to dealing with people up here that if someone's just here i'm like that's great like 
wow, <laughs> doesn't take much to, <laughs> to impress one me. One positive like, way to yeah, look at it. Yeah, but um, I'm much more hypervigilant now about these things. Those were, that was back in the day. Gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty full on. <laughs> yeah. You said this was going to be a lighthearted podcast, but then there yeah. you go. Uh, there's uh, no residual trauma from that. Don't worry. We're, we're all good. Um, still follow each other on Instagram. So <laughs> see you later. I don't know. This is, that's, well, that's, isn't that assault? Yeah, you know what though? Like it's so it's so messed up to say this, but like it's something that happens so frequently and so common that it's kind of like it, nothing really shocks me that much when things like that happen. Okay. I'm like, well, there's another like odd experience I had, mm. but mm. yeah. Well, I guess you weren't you weren't physically hurt by it, but yeah, mm. it's just just really odd. Yeah. Very odd person. Anyway. Well, uh, let's get get our bearings uh, back (laughs) from that. Um, What are the red flags? Um, See, I want to address something where a lot of people say this when it comes to dating and relationships in general. You've got to find people who have the same values as you. Yes. I disagree with this. Really? I think... Now, it depends what you mean by values, right? So I think I find it more interesting when I'm talking to someone on a first, second or third date that might disagree with me on things, especially if they're significant things, political issues, Mm. cultural issues. Um, Now, I think it's different when you're talking about planning for your future Mm. and then whether or not you want to have the same values, you want to have a similar enough plan to... um, to uh, ascertain how comfortable you guys are going to be as a pair moving forward. Mm. But it goes back to something we said in, I think, one of the maybe the first few podcasts, which is when it's someone who's just agreeing with you on everything you say, I don't find that interesting. Mm, That's right. I find it quite boring. I like it when someone's disagreeing with me, but they give me the respect of... uh, thinking they could learn something from me mm. and they respect my uh, my opinion even if it's completely different. And I find those conversations far more engaging. Maybe this is a personal thing. It might not be. A, it's probably only a red – I wouldn't even call it a red flag. I just yeah. think if it's someone who everything I'm saying, they're saying, yeah, I agree with that. Mm. Oh, I'm the same. I agree with that. Well, you're I, the, I just think it's boring. You're like this because I disagree with that. Okay. Because I think you have to have, if you're dating, with, if it's a romantic interest, you have to have some of those fundamental values aligned, like whether or not you're monogamous or non-monogamous or like, do you know what so many red flags are? Yeah, yeah sorry. Can I just say real quickly, like, so when it comes to relationship values, yeah. uh, let me, let me uh, readdress that and say, yeah, you probably want to have alignment least, on that enough alignment on that yeah. to, to uh have a compatible uh, partnership there but i'm talking more broadly in terms of say political values what about or- this then it's often a red flag for people and i understand why mm-hmm. it's a big red flag that i'm vegan yeah and i don't want to be with people that hate vegans like or like mm, vegan like i don't know if i want to take you on a date kind of thing like that mm. banter like that's cool whatever um but then it kind of ends up this you go on a date and then they just want to talk about the fact that you're a vegan and like, come live on a date with a vegan for four hours. And then every single date thereafter is about 
them having an issue with you being a vegan. Like, I feel like it's better to be with someone that's like, I don't know much about it. Like, cool that you do that, whatever. I don't care. Um, Rather than being like, oh, don't like that. But there's, we're attracted to each other. Well, I think that you can have a third response to that, which is like, okay, I'm not a vegan, but let's talk about it. Yeah, that's good. And then if you have a really, uh, even if if it's a heated discussion, as long as the two people are um, still giving enough credence and respect to the other person's views. Yeah, I actually had a conversation like this with someone on Tinder um, a few months ago and it was so frustrating. So he he said to me something weird. He started – I put it in my um, – Instagram, uh, my Tinder bio was like pros mm-hmm. and cons list. Pros, I can't even remember, but one of the pros was I'm a vegan and my con was also that I'm a vegan. So, and there was others in there. Right. It wasn't just about being vegan. It was like therapist on both as well. Um, and he started this, um, the conversation saying like, I want to have babies with you, but it's a it's concerning me that they'll be so deficient in nutrients and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, because you're vegan. And I was like, oh, haha, good one. Like thinking maybe it was just like an int- like an odd banter kind of thing. I just let it slide. I was like, okay, haha. I think the creepier bit is I want to have babies with straight you. out with, I want to yeah. have babies with you. Yeah. Like, All right, and then down. he said like. Um, I, it worked. Well, he, yeah, I responded because I was like, hmm. And then he was like, well, um, you know, I, I want to take you like a little bit later on. He's like, I want to take you on a date. Like I'll try to look f- past the fact that you're vegan but like I'd want you to like change that kind of thing and then I was like well this is like weird that you're kind of like planning this and I don't know see ya like stop responding anyway so then he kept coming at me um and I got a little bit pissed off I was like it's cool that you don't like vegans I don't actually care I'm not the one that comes up talking to people saying hello nice to match you FYI vegan girl please respect the universe planet animals like I don't do that shit but he ended up saying fucking typical vegans always starting shit and I was like hang on you're the one that said that my babies would be deficient you couldn't date me if I'm vegan and I'll need to change that and the second I say I don't like that you're like typical vegan that's the story of my life (laughs) people like come at you with all these facts about um, it and you respond and they're like wow the stereotype is true (laughs) Yeah, that's, again, not really what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, that, I don't know where you get the – do you have any good experiences? Like, yeah, lots, <laughs> lots, lots, lots. Um, no, see, that – he's not giving – the big thing I said is, like, you've got to respect the other person's opinion and then be able to have a, a, a meaningful discourse, right? Yeah. So um, I don't know if I've been on a date with a, a, a vegan girl, but I've got a friend who's uh, vegan and – We'll have a lot of, um, in in many cases, sometimes even quite a passionate uh, to and fro about it. Mm. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to come out and be like, I know he's a very smart man mm. and I hope he'd think the same for me. Um, and that sort of a conversation is really engaging to me. Mm. Uh, when you, when you, when there's enough of a disagreement but a mutual respect that you can have a really interesting conversation whereas if it was someone who i just agreed with on everything i feel like we'd still have great chats Mm. but 
uh, this, maybe it's just a personal thing for me, but I quite mm. like the uh, to and fro of, uh, say, debate, but yeah. the discussion. Right? Yeah, and I think that the key thing there is like a mutual respect. Like you both have to be kind of like open to learning or hearing about the other person's perspective rather than being exactly. like, that's messed up. Exactly. It's gross. Yeah. Be my boyfriend. Like, <laughs> I'll change you. Yeah, <laughs> I can fix you. this. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, um, there's a few, uh, and it, 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 this isn't just dating. I think even this is probably even just for any relationship, whether it's a friend or hell, even a colleague, right? As long as uh, I actually, uh, I enjoy it when people have a different perspective to me, if it's yeah. nuanced and it's complex and mm. I can learn something from them and they still feel like they can learn something from me. But anyway, um, that I wouldn't say it's a red flag, but I just find it kind of boring when someone just sits there agreeing with you on yeah. everything. Well, you like to be like mentally stimulated, I think. Well, I like to be physically stimulated. As well. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> um, yeah, well, but isn't that a major Everyone. part of dating? You want to be, you oh, want yeah. to, you want to uh, be interested by this person? Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. Of course you do. Yeah. I think so. I think another red flag that kind of can come up is when people, this is a bit of a a weird one, but when people hate their parents, I don't know if that's just for me, Mm. but um, obviously if you have like a kind of like a, a, a messed up childhood or trauma, that's totally understandable. But when people hate every single one in their family and they hate all their ex-girlfriends and they hate a lot of people and they like don't have a relationship with anyone, their family. It, it can be, it doesn't necessarily mean that person's going to be bad, but it's something that you could, should be cautious of. That would be a flag that would pop up for Sounds me a little bit. Yeah. They hate everything yeah. and everyone. And everyone. Just, yeah. It's just not fun then. It's yeah. Boring person. And then they say to you, oh, and that's another red flag. They'll say, wow, I've never met anyone like you. Every girl agrees that that's just a, Oh, really? What's bad about Isn't that... Because we all that hear be interpreted it. interpreted as a, as a compliment? Every single guy I think I've ever dated has said, said that to me. Any... Every single guy. And they've said it that... to my friends as well. Oh, okay. And then, so it's not yeah, like just yeah. me. So it's just a line yeah. Okay. yeah. What they probably mean by that is like the projected ideal I have of you is, is, is yeah. someone I've never met before. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the funny thing, there was like okay. a, a trend yeah. going around where girls were saying, when a guy says, I've never met anyone like you or you're not like other girls, you say, how so? You're and they like can never way. answer it. They're like, oh, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. So that's a... That's another. It's not. It's that's probably like an orange flag. It's not like a something I would be like. No, uh-huh. bye. Like it's actually it's not that much of it. Even orange. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think. When I was younger, I would have said things like that because I probably just would. It was easier for me to just group certain girls as like, yeah, they're all like that. But yeah. then this one, is, she gains. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, I can see why that would uh, be especially frustrating if it's very repetitive. Hmm. I'm trying to think if there's anything like that for no. If a girl was like, "Oh, you're not, you're not, you're so different to every other guy," depends on the context. You're yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's there's definitely certain contexts where I'd really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But uh, on a date, if she said to me, "Well, you're so different to other other guys," I'd, I'd press her on it. I'd be like, oh, "Well, what do you mean by that?" And then yeah. if she can tell me something that 
that at least I perceive to be unique about me, then mm. I'd be like, oh, great. Yeah. Cool that you notice yeah, that. Yeah. But if it's just something, well, if it's something really uh, simple or, or at least expected, like, oh, you're so, you're not like other guys, you're you're able to have a conversation with me, then I'm almost mm-hmm. like, that's kind of a reflection on you. Like, mm-hmm. who have you been dating before that I am so far? Because I'm not, you know, I'm, I say all these things, right? I've probably done half of them, let's be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's plenty of girls out there. I'll, I'll do this whole podcast on dating and I'm definitely not some, <laughs> look, don't guru. talk to me like I'm some guru, right? I'm yep. definitely not. Um, but, uh, yeah, if if... If they're sort of fawning over you and 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 deify you and adore mm-hmm. you, it's, put it's, you on a pedestal. Yeah, it's a bit of a turn off. And then if you do anything that's flawed, it crushes them, and that's what happens. Like the risk of people yeah. putting you on a pedof- a pedophile. <laughs> Shit, that was Ooh, weird. Freudian slip. slip. <laughs> we were just talking about pedophiles before. That's why I was thinking that people put you on a pedestal. And we were talking about them in a. We weren't talking them in, about them in a good way. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's correct. Talking resources and facts. Yeah. Um, we'll get there one day. We'll, we'll have a chat about that one. Yeah, another future podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, when people idolize you and, and um, straight away, like you said, fawn all over you or like what they refer to as love bombing is there's some cases where you meet someone, you connect straight away and it's like that true love kind of shit. But most cases it's usually a red flag and that person is probably more likely to either – go one of two ways they become extremely codependent on you and like obsessive Mm. um or the other where they say all these things to make you trust them and kind of like swoon over them and be like wow he really likes me Mm. and then they kind of get what they want or get more likely to get that physical affection from you and then they're like "Mm, next kind of thing it's how they lure women Mm. or or charm women yeah but i think once well, hopefully, as you get older, you sort of you're more aware of that yeah. kind of thing. And I think people who have very low self worth might fall for mm. something like that. But if someone was that in love with me after one or two dates, I'd think oh, I'm a god. Man, I'm, a, I'm, a, <laughs> well, I'm not. So why are you acting like that? Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. How do you feel about what's your etiquette for uh, message response? In, in this day and age, this is a common thing people talk about. Oh, he doesn't message back or she only messages at certain times or whatever, things like that. Um, I like, I'm pretty relaxed with that sort of stuff, yeah. I think. Like I don't mind if someone takes a day or two even, well, maybe two, two days, days is a bit much. If you're like, how's your day? And then two days later, like. Okay, yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> Yeah, a few hours is usually the, the worst. Is if you've seen that they're, they're active and then they don't yeah. respond. But then again, I've been active and yeah. don't necessarily yeah. always respond. It's because I know I want to put some sort of effort, or it's mm. a, it's a bit more of a meaningful yeah. message. Or you know, especially like the other day, I I uh, was telling a girl that I didn't. I went on one date with her, but I didn't really want to see her again. So. Uh, I just was thinking about, you know, the best way to say it. So it took me maybe a day or two to, yeah, to say it. Fair. So um, those sorts of things, that's where I, I sort of say, look, you, you can give people a day or two sometimes depending mm-hmm. on the context. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
if anything, I think it's a bit of a deal breaker if people are like really strict with, oh, they've got to message me within two hours all the time mm-hmm. or else I'm going to, you know, or, or else that, what are you doing? They get suspicious. Yeah, or girls that say like, um, well, I guess and guys too, but when they're like, I need a good night text and a good morning text, but they're not like your oh, boyfriend God. or you've met them like a week or two ago, that's I'm like lower your expectations a little bit. That's a bit intense. No, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's very intense there. Yes, um, yeah. Actually, that happened to um, a friend of mine at work where she had been, I think she went on one date or maybe she hadn't even met him, but she was talking to this guy and he ended up saying to her like, I think it's really rude that you just go to bed without saying goodnight um, and that that to me is a big turn off. The least you could do is like respond to my texts and things uh, like that. But yeah, so she didn't see him. I was like, that's way too controlling for someone to call you out like that over something so petty and, and in, like minuscule, just let it go. I mean, I'm trying to think from her perspective, she probably would see that as common courtesy, but I think she needs to maybe update what she sees as common courtesy because mm-hmm. it's, it's not the world we're living in anymore. It's not. And it never was really. I don't think anyone was ever messaging. It was expected to message someone you've met after two or three days, good night, every night. So. Yeah, every single night. Yeah. No, that's to me, that's someone who's a bit insecure. They need the reassurance that, oh, they're thinking about me. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're thinking about me. Mm. Oh, maybe they're thinking about another girl if they're not thinking about that's me. It. Like It also <laughs> runs the risk of if you haven't had this discussion about whether or not you're exclusive and he's sending you these good nights and good morning texts because you want that, you're starting to become emotionally invested in him and developing feelings and you don't know if he's you know he could be seeing other girls on the side or dating which he's totally entitled to do or she's entitled to do whoever it is but save that kind of you know those little romantic relationship things for when you've established if it's going to be like a exclusive or like an ongoing romantic thing otherwise you just end up getting a little bit hurt like I know too many girls that will just say like oh he sent me like you know, a message saying I looked pretty in this photo, he must really, really like me and then will get shattered when they find out that he went on a date with another woman a week later kind of thing. But no one's, no one, neither one of them is, I guess, wrong. Just have those chats. People really fear having chats like when they've been dating for like casually for five months and they still haven't been like, what are we? I just find that so bizarre. Yeah. Chat. Yeah. Be as communicative as possible pretty early on. Yeah. I know yeah. it can be a bit uncomfortable, but it's better to just put all your cards on the exactly. table and say, this is what I'm looking for and this is what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Have that chat, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, trying to think, what are some other, maybe what are some specific ones that I would tell to, to guys about girls? There's this, these TikTok dudes that I watch that I quite like them. <laughs> Although they're pretty controversial. They're a bit they're not really like PUA dudes or whatever, but and they're not MGTOW either, but they sort of exist in that kind of realm. Right. Yeah. But some of their advice is, is quite good. I like it. What is it? Oh, I'm trying I can't think of any specific ones off the top oh. of my head. I can't even remember them, but it's just these two young guys that um let me get uh, uh, Let's go to you just while I try yeah. to think of um, okay. one. One that I think is a is a green flag is... A green flag so is a good thing. A good thing is okay. when someone gets out of the car, if they're picking you up, if they sit in the car and wait for you, like, and you haven't met them 
that's a red flag. Like if they're just like, I'm waiting outside in the car for you and you've literally never met that person. Like if possible, you probably shouldn't get in the car with a stranger. But yeah, I mean, I I've done say, it a few like, times. I've been on a date where I've picked someone up like that on a first yeah, date. Yes, I have done that. Whoops. But um, actually I, I did, this is another crazy story, but I did that once um, actually kind of recently he offered to pick me up, um, take me like to, I think it was like get ice cream in Bondi or something. And mm. he, it was right as COVID was starting and he ended up almost getting arrested because he pissed off police officers by saying, we, they were walking past us and they shone the torches on us saying like, you need to get moving. And I was like, yep, cool, get my bag, start walking. And then he's like, yeah, I got it. And they were like, what have you got? What have you got? He's like, I've got COVID. And I was like, fuck. And they were like freaking out. They're like, stand over there, stand over there. They were um, questioning him for like an hour. It ended up being this huge thing. And I was like to the police, can I just, can you just get his key so I can get my bag out, like my wallet out of his car? I don't even know this guy. Like, please, I don't have, I just need this so I can go home. Like, don't punch me in with him. Um, So take your wallet out of the car when you get out of the car or just don't get in the car with someone that you don't know because the whole time he was speaking about how COVID is a conspiracy and um, all this other stuff. So, yeah, that's why he said he joked saying he had COVID (laughs) to police officers. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Lovely. Fair enough. Mm. (laughs) Um, I personally think this is a deal breaker. This could be a contentious one. I don't know. But do you watch The Bachelor? Yeah, is that a Do you deal know breaker? that? No, 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 oh. no, no, not that. No, I'm like, every girl is, is uh, you can't date any girl then. Um, all right, so you know that girl, that brown girl that was on there and her whole thing was like, I'm a boss. I'm Ariba. A boss. Yeah. Yeah. That's a deal breaker to me. That kind of meant that kind of yeah. personality is just, I think to me that's clearly this facade that you're putting on, which is maybe a crutch for some issues that you've dealt yeah. with uh yeah. but and, and and i think it's quite prevalent especially with um with ethnic girls mm. they've got this kind of cardi b-esque really um and, and and it's not opinionated because i it's different being sort of sassy versus being opinionated yeah in fact i quite like like i said before i would i like a girl who's mm. opinionated but can still respect my opinion but yeah, that kind of excessive whole sassy thing. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. think it's a deal breaker. I think um, this is a girl who hasn't found herself and is kind of just emulating what she sees from pop culture. Mm-hmm. So I'd recommend guys to just be wary. It doesn't mean you definitely don't. And and obviously there's a there's a balance there. If she has one or two remarks that are just a joke, that's yeah, fine. It's banter, but yeah. If the whole thing is so her just entire her, personality, yeah, yeah. Is that I'm a boss or whatever. Then you're like, yeah. it's it's. I haven't made that like the connection about like I just haven't noticed if it was amongst across ethnicities or certain groups or whatever maybe it's like a kind of trying to reclaim power after being oppressed or or bullied or something like that who knows what the reason behind it is yeah but you know that there are some like boss girls that are like you know successful they hold their own they're they're classy or whatever and that's great but with her she was like very toxic like thriving off drama like causing all like this yeah. and that's shit. What I, and yeah. she loved it she was trying to like get everyone to fight against each other starting rumors and stuff like that it's just um and that's exactly what i mean that and kind she's of like thing. i'm not going i'm not gonna chase him like he needs to come here kind oh, of thing man. yeah, yeah. On the first time she met him she's like i wear the pants and i, I yeah. and i'm like <laughs> 
And look, maybe some guys are into that, mm. but I think uh, that I can't imagine that would be fun for me <laughs> for, yeah. to say the least. And again, this is very different between uh, a girl who is, say, c- career-oriented and assertive yeah. and confident. Mm. Uh, that's very different to just being sassy because you think it's cool or something yeah. like that. I just It's a, a huge turn-off for me. Yeah, I think sometimes it can get into this like when it becomes banter, like I have that type of banter, like, you know, I'll, I'll oh, yeah, tease people a little bit, but some people take it too far where they will just constantly like put someone down tr- as, and they're trying to flirt, but it, they just come across as like a dickhead. Um, and you just got to be like, not everyone can, some people love being roasted and they thrive off of it and they're like, yes, I love yeah. this woman. She can roast me. And other people are like, wow, that was like, she was so brutal the whole time. Yeah. 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 In fact, uh, uh, someone comes to mind that, um, look, let's just say I probably wasn't perfect with my interactions with her in, <laughs> in the sense of like I probably said some stuff that were a bit dumb or whatever. But mm. um, she – and look, no one loves making – I love making – I'm the first person to make fun of my height, right? Yeah. But like the first thing she said is, oh, you're – you're uh you're basically you're short mm. and then like always talking about like i don't know i would but oh, you're a bit short like you're and oh, she just, just kept so referencing old. it and yeah. i was like all right like come on now yeah like, this is, i know <laughs> um <laughs> you're like shit and really? then she's talking about how uh you know this guy was interested in me but then um i wasn't interested it's just always talking herself up right mm-hmm. like so, so all these guys were into me and you know, I basically I'm I'm so desired. I'm so hot and mm. I'm this and that. And and it was at first I was like, okay, this is banter, this is kind of you just you know how some people mm. sarcastical, well, that's just me, or like whatever, that kind of mm. that kind of yeah. sarcastic um it's uh an appraisal of the self, but it's also because of the sarcasm, it's a bit of a put down, yeah. right? You, yeah, you, you're, tro- you, you're sort of lying about that. But it wasn't clear. I think that's what she was going for, but it just wasn't clear. And then if it wasn't clear, then it just shows a lack of emotional yeah. intelligence there. So, yeah. That's that a good one. Kind of, um, cont- and, and I'm sure a lot of guys do that as well of like, you know, <laughs> well, uh, I'm sure I could get her or like, you know, I had this girl yeah. after me and I fucked this girl and that girl or whatever and um you know, I'll I'll be able to you know I'll, I'll be able to attract her. I'll get you home tonight or whatever. If yes. they're constantly talking themselves up like that, it is such a turn off. And I just and guys and girls both do that. It's like they're trying to increase their desirability by being like, lots of people want me. Um, a lot of people are attracted to me, and they think that by constantly talking about that, that person's going to be like, wow what a catch every single guy in this room will want to like sleep with that person but like I'm the first person that I love love talking about relationships obviously and Mm. if if I was on a date with you and you told me about all your exes and all these things that happen that wouldn't bother me at all in fact I'd probably love it but I've been on like a date where this guy is really nice but he was like talking about how he's talking so highly of himself and the way he can relate to women and he he understands women and he knows how to please a woman because he listened to the <laughs> call her daddy podcast um and he bragged about it so much sounds like me <laughs> down to the specific down to the specifics of here's how I would finger a woman or here's how I go down on a woman. <laughs> Nothing had even happened at this point but I already knew every single play by play of what he was he would do oh, was yeah. it good 
Oh, it was. <laughs> no, it was. Oh, I wish I could go into the details surely, of that. Like maybe there'd be some some detail. There's some like common elements that you'd always do. But every girl's, every girl's different, right? In that regard, you're gonna want to. Well, this is another. That was another point of his that he he would. He said that he likes to check in during sex, being like, "What position would you like to do, Stacy? Like, would you like to try this kind of thing?" Like, and I was like, mm, oh, no. "I understand that you're trying to be like respectful and you seek her opinion, but that's a bit." I don't would know. there be a more attractive way to do that? Do you think? He, um, especially in the heat of the moment. Yeah, you know, be like, like, "Tell that. me what you want. Yeah, do you like that, this? this? That kind of I'd... thing." Yeah, suggest. and he also. Um, do Do you mind, yeah. madam, if uh, Could you would you like lift this leg just to uh, change, switch the positions yeah. only if you want to? Yes. Do you give permission? <laughs> Literally, <laughs> and he um he would also at the at the prospect of having sex, he would flip a towel and lay it on on the bed, even if it was like the first time. And I hate that. Why? What? Because he he was like, well, it's cleaner, it's just easier, you know. Oh, bro. You re- I already wash my sheets once a week, but I don't want to like sleep into the next oh, night, kind of thing. Yeah. And I was like, That's do you know how turned like off it is to just yeah to just have kissed someone and then have them be like, one moment and just whip out this towel, lay oh, it down. You're a bit dirty. Yeah, and just okay, lie just on this bit, please. Yeah. So no from like me. A, yeah. <laughs> It'll be a deal breaker for if a girl did that too. Uh, yeah, it's never happened. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's so, a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of guys like that that are a very um, vocal about how much of an ally to the feminist movement they are, and I'm so respectful and always boast about how a good of a feminist they are. Yeah. I what think, do you think about that? I think it's pretty easy for us to determine the intent behind it. Like I do have a a good guy friend who who is very much a feminist and will post things on his like um, Instagram stories about, you know, women experience this and here's what we can do and blah, blah, blah. He's, he's mm-hmm. just a, he's an activist amongst many um, other things other than just like women. Um, and I think that no one has an issue with that. But then some guys like this one who kept going on and on and on about it as a way like let me seduce you with how much I support women was just like a cool that's the bare minimum to think you know women deserve rights like it doesn't make you prince charming and you don't have you shouldn't have to vocalize that like nice to meet you I support women kind of thing it's just you'd hope so (laughs) yeah I know it doesn't actually show a lot of value there because well yeah it's like like you said, it's probably expected. Yeah. What else can you do? Exactly. What else makes you interesting? Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're actually talking about it, then yeah, but don't just like announce it about yourself and like have that as like your identifying personality trait kind of thing. Yeah, I don't I, I think supporting a cause shouldn't be a major personality trait. Um mm-hmm. it it Again, context is really important here, but if you let it usurp your identity and become the, the, the focal point of who you are, similar to what I talked about in the last podcast, I think I think people should just be wary of that. Mm. I think it's, it's good to support causes that you're passionate about, but if it determines every waking moment of your life and how you should act in every given situation, yeah. then I think you've got to question that. 
Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? This might even contradict something I said earlier, but again, it depends on the context. But if you bring up very heated political discussion on the first date in a way that's not inviting a discussion, in, mm. in a way that's not inviting me to respond with potentially disagreeing, mm. but if it's just, oh, I can't believe they did this and, and this politician did this and oh, he's such an asshole. I don't like that. Yeah. I think you should leave that for later on. Second date. <laughs> yeah, maybe second date. Yeah. I mean, you, you can put your, dip your toes in the water yeah. there. Uh, and again, I, I really want to make that caveat that if it's an invitation to have a greater discussion about it, mm. I, I there's nothing I like more about that. But yeah. then there's nothing I, I, I don't like more than uh, when it's so one-sided and opinionated and, and – mm. Basically, what that shows is like, okay, this person basically thinks they're correct on everything, and, and that's isn't the whole, open to other yeah. Things. And that it's is a red flag. Very <laughs> much a red flag. Yeah, that's and surprisingly common. How little people can be like, that's an interesting perspective. I want to learn more about this. Or cool, we have different opinions. Fair enough. It's people get really triggered often when when someone goes against or doesn't align with what their belief is, a hundred percent. Um, and it's just one of those things where it's like, you gotta just, you gotta be able to accept that you're not right on a hundred percent of everything. And if you can't do that, you'll never have a fully functional relationship. If it's my way or the highway, it's not going to be successful. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, if it's something, if it's a very clear political, uh, but even then, like it, it depends on the different perspective they have. They could yeah. have a much more nuanced take and, um, I just think if they're that sort of uh, passionate activist without any room for learning and hearing other people's views, mm. that to me is uh, it, it might be good for some people. Again, if two people sort of agree on that, it probably is a good thing for them. But um, no, I don't. I don't really. I, and I do think it could even be a red flag there because it shows someone who. Uh, isn't open to to different ideas yeah and like i said in the other podcast i think it can even be an indication of low self-worth because they've latched onto this ideology where they they feel like they're a martyr for it gives them identity a sense of identity and belonging for sure yeah yeah so i'd I'd try to just be again you don't have to steer clear of all these things just be wary of yeah. Some of these ones. Yeah, it's like a red flag on its own is often not enough. It's when it accumulates a little bit and you're like, hmm, I, I see what's happening. Another one for yeah. me, which is so simple, but it's when people straight off the bat, I guess this is like in the messaging days or like on Tinder when someone's like, hey, beautiful or sexy girl or like these kind of like nicknames. I don't like sexy that. Sexy cringe. girl, yeah. If it's, I wouldn't do it at the, before I've met the person. I think it's okay to say beautiful, you're okay. beautiful. Okay. But when you're just saying, hey, beautiful, like constantly, people are going to think you're like a little bit like maybe sleazy, a little bit of a oh, player, okay. like those would put up flags for me or um, I, just don't, I don't mm. know, I just don't like that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cute. Ah, oh, here she Hello, is. Hello. Um, for the audio listeners, my cat's just jumped just on the table. Just special guest come in. Damn, I've always... You know why? Oh, I haven't updated it because I remember 
oh, this would have been my probably my first girlfriend, so it was a long time ago. And she would always talk about, oh, I love it when you say, hey, beautiful, or, hey, gorgeous and things. Yeah. So then I guess I just haven't really changed that. I like that in a relationship or even when I've, like, started dating yeah. someone a little bit. I wouldn't do it. But not the, the first no, message. Yeah, that, no, 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 definitely not, not there. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting distracted. Shorty's on the mic. Yeah, she's she's a cutie. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I, I, we say all these deal breakers, right? But give people chances, right? No one's going to be perfect. Exactly. Chances are you're going to go on a date with someone, and they probably do. Why not? I've probably done all of these things on every date. But Everyone's got red flags. Exactly. We all I have red flags. People are going to be like, "Wow, this chick asks really intrusive questions. Like, <laughs> it's annoying." <laughs> yeah, don't don't look for perfection. I think. Yeah. That's, uh, so that after having said all these red flags, also don't really look for perfection. I yeah. think. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other. Um, I haven't experienced this, but if there are a lot of guys talk about this sort of thing in the manosphere, if you will, but, uh, girls who are really after status. So if they ask what, how much do you earn? And the girls ask do you that? No, see, I haven't oh, really had yeah. that right. But according to them, it's very, it's, um, it's quite prevalent. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure if a girl really was interested in dating a rich guy, she wouldn't come out straight away and say how much do you earn. She probably sort of subtly. Yeah, she's gonna suss it. She's got her techniques. Yeah. Yeah. She'll um, like suggest a really expensive bar and see how you respond to it. <laughs> oh, that's the other one. Yeah, I, I, um, if a girl expects that, I, I usually will pay. <laughs> like this is the funny mm-hmm. one, right? I usually. For a first date and things, I, I, yeah, it depends, but I often will just be like, hey, I'll get this just because yeah. I feel like it's a night. Yeah, I just like yeah. doing it. I like, uh, I've kind of taken, taken you out, especially if I've yeah. asked to go out and, and I want to give you a good time. And I do feel like, even though it might be seen as a bit outdated, I think it's a bit masculine. But mm-hmm. if she kind of expects yeah, the that's man to pay, gross. I don't like that at all. Definitely. Um, so I'd be wary of something like that. Yeah, I think that's real, especially like straight off the bat when she's just like the bill comes and she's like. Yeah, but if she's oh, like, oh, do you want me to, do you want yeah. to go 50-50? No, 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 let me get it. Yeah, so, exactly, oh, I like that, exactly. But, uh, yeah, I usually pay for my dates when I was dating. I don't know, it was just like a habit I was in. I just never even asked the question. I was just you like, paid completely. yeah, pretty much for all of them. And people will always be like, thank you so much. That was really nice. Like I'll get the next one or stuff like Ooh. that. I don't know what it is. I it, like was, that. it was like, it's weird. Like, uh, I don't know. It just, I felt awkward making people pay for me, but sometimes people would be like, if someone insisted and said, no, I've got it. And like, or they had gone to pay. I'm not going to like fight them being like, I'm paying this bill. Yeah. Like I've got, a job kind of thing. Yeah, I would yeah, really yeah. appreciate it if people do it. But sometimes I find the prospect of going halves, I don't like that. I'd rather just pay it or be like, I'll get this one, you can get the next one kind of thing. Or whoever yeah, instigates the date should pay, I think. Just but, be, yeah, reasonable about yeah. it. Like don't have to go all out on one Fine dining. Way. <laughs> <laughs> Experience, yeah. <laughs> That's the worst, especially when you know within five minutes you're not going to see them again. And don't take advantage of a, you know, there's a, there are girls out there that will even call up radios and be like, yeah, I just wanted a free meal I'll go on a date. Like, yeah, I know girls that have done that. do that. They go it's, on five dates a week to save money. <laughs> don't do that. Like, it's just it's just dog. 
it's rude. Yeah. And you know what? Another one, okay, this might be a bit too like specific Pretty to me, soddy. is that be- <laughs> because I, it's, and I guess it's a red flag for others, but I'm allergic to alcohol. It's shit. I can't mm. drink. And when people ask me on a date and I say, like, I can't drink alcohol, everyone panics. They're like, <laughs> they don't know what to Damn. do. Yeah. So it is a very common. Yeah. Yeah, and then there'll be like one guy was like, well, let's just go to this bar anyway. And I was like, okay, I'll just get it like a Diet Coke. And I drank that within 20 minutes. And then he was like, do you want another one? I was like, no, like I don't. So I just sat with him and he drank for like a few hours and then he was (laughs) drunk and I was sober and it was weird. Um, It was like it could be fun. Yeah, it didn't end up being fun um, because he was a weirdo, but it, it could have been fun. Well, if you initiated any sexual acts there, would you have been? Uh, would you have been doing something wrong there? Because a lot of people would yeah, say if the girl's sloppy was, drunk mm-hmm. and the guy's sober and um, initiates sexual acts there, that is, well, so it, it could even be rape. Well, that's the funny thing is that he, that guy actually, I parked somewhere and I couldn't remember where I parked, but he met me at my car and he was like, I'll walk you back to the car. And he's like, why don't we take like a longer route, like just, around the corner yeah, there's a nice park i'll show you and then we can go back to your car and i was like yep. cool so we're walking and i'm like where's my car and he, he we end up outside his apartment but i didn't even know that we were there and he's like well i just wanted to take you here so i can show you my cherry tomatoes i'm growing and i was like what is this is this a strategy or like because we were talking about cherry tomatoes so i don't know if it was like legit i was already there and then i was like okay but where do you know, actually know where my car is? Because I don't know how to find it from here. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'll take you there after I show you my cherry tomatoes. So I was like, okay. So I go up to his apartment, meet his housemate. Can I just, do you, do you think there's something, because I hear something like that and I'm like, that's harmless. But yeah, and he seemed very harmless though. He was a, like a sweet, shy kind of. Some people would say that might be manipulative where you haven't directly said, hey, do you want to come to my apartment? Yeah. But you're like, oh, my apartment's here, by exactly. the way. Exactly. Like he was like, oh, let me take you for a little scenic route walk. And See, it was ending up at his apartment. I hear something like that and I think that's completely harm as a, as a yeah. man. Like I'm like, oh, that's really harmless, right? Like I'll often ask girls to, there's a bar right opposite my apartment. And so I'll be like, hey, let's get a drink here. Yeah. Just so then I can be like, oh, by the way, my, yeah. <laughs> my place is right there. At least you're upfront about it. Like, um, this is my home. Not yeah. being like, hey, I know another bar. <laughs> Coming over True. here and just yeah. take it to your place. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. I, no, yeah, I would never lie. But yeah. um, do you, because do, uh, I don't know. Would some girls think that is a bit manipulative and even well, yeah, worse I, than that? I because if he had asked me at the at the bar we were at, do you want to come back? I would have been like, not tonight. Like, yeah, not not really vibing it. But the fact that he kind of like lured me in, being like, I'll show you where your car is and just come by my place. <laughs> and then so I, yeah, and I, I did go up, met his housemate, and his housemate showed me the cherry tomatoes they were growing, and I was like where's um where's old mate gone and he was like mm, no so i go looking for him and he's in his room lighting candles and he'd taken his shirt off and i was oh. like i'm going home <laughs> bye candles and, yeah and um guess what it took me about 40 minutes to find my car so oh was, no <laughs> had to do it on my own <laughs> no no candles on a first date it's too much <laughs> It was a little bit too much. Yeah. Oh, why? Yeah. And also having your shirt off, like, 
already and i was like oh this wasn't going in this direction see all the guys you're into are like oh dad bods sensitive and this is what happens they come out with all this weird stuff i know you should go on one day i know you well when you're single right go on uh one date with a guy that is totally jacked I have. I've totally ripped with them. And, uh, well, and they've all been bad. I hated them more than... Really? I shouldn't say mm, I hated okay. them. It was... It was a... Not, if you go to the gym and you're fit and you work out and, and you're buff, I think that's that's great and I don't have a problem with that. But you are more likely, typically more likely, if you're kind of like a, a gym rat, to sometimes be a little bit like cocky and, and like, cocky, yeah. how are you doing? And I don't like that kind of like, I like my men humble. That's the biggest turn on for me. Humble, so, but you know, you like them, you said you like them shy. I do like them shy. So that's different to shy and humble. Because <laughs> a lot of girls would say, oh, confidence is yeah. the biggest thing yeah. for me. So you got, uh, you're probably not a lot like the. I guess Not the average your, yeah, woman. Yeah, it's I'm interesting. Definitely, definitely. But um, I yeah, I have I have given buff guys a go, um, and you know what? It was only but we will have enough. our preferences. Yeah, no, that's fair, okay. Fair. I don't really fair have enough, physical preferences. It's just that sometimes I don't like it when like you might be able to sit across from someone and discuss like a gym routine for ages, and then I might be like. If I hear you mention chicken, broccoli, and protein shakes one more time, like oh, I, I get, can't do it. Yeah, if it's their yeah. entire again, if it's their yeah. entire identity. Yeah. Um, but I just my main issue is like I think there is sometimes a perception that guys who are very fit and good looking, oh, he must be like he's probably he's up himself boy. and he's a cheater and he's yeah. a fuck boy. And look, I don't, I. I I don't think that's the case. I don't think maybe there's a higher prevalence there. Yeah, that's it. Because if you're going to be a fuckboy, yeah, well, if you're going to be a good fuckboy, yeah. you probably do need to be fit and good looking. But um, I also think don't romanticize the, you know, oh, the shy, nice guy, because then mm-hmm. they, that can sometimes be a crutch for him being a bit of being controlling, being jealous, being a, a, a creep in many ways. Mm-hmm. So. I think uh, don't don't uh, fall for the stereotypes on either end. That's right. And people suff- sometimes I find probably for the typical girl, they will froth so hard on a guy that's jacked and they'll be yeah. like, oh, I have feelings for him now. I haven't met him yet, but he's so hot. Like, And then it's kind of like it's it's just too easy. Like he, he knows you, he's got you straight away before you've even met and then chances are, you know, he he might like ghost you or whatever, or it won't work out, and you kind of like got this like investment in him. Either way, just like don't like obsess over features or like a certain like look. And when I say like you know I like shy guys, I don't typically like seek them out, being like, hello, are you introverted, extroverted? Um, can you make eye contact or not? If not, message me. Like no, it's just that sometimes if I meet someone and and they're shy to me, that's not a turn off. I think it's like sweet and okay. and nice. I'm not like shy guys only kind of thing. Uh, yeah, like my enough, last boyfriend enough. was extremely extroverted, like a t- thousand times louder than me. So I also think there's a difference between um, extrovert, introverted, and, and shy. shy. Yeah. Because or well, well, yeah. uh, introverted and nervous. Because mm-hmm. I think I'm mostly pretty introverted, but I'm mm-hmm. not shy and nervous on a first date yeah well depends on sometimes i am just depends um yeah that's true i guess facts we'll we'll wrap this one up soon but um 
There's one I thought of at the end there, which, uh, ooh, this could be a, a provocative one as well. I think if a girl is either one way or the other on like she's a, just just such a and when I say uh, feminist the 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 um, feminazi yes the the mm-hmm. sort of uh, um, wrongful narcissistic perception of feminism which is just like oh mm-hmm. fuck all men all men suck that yeah. type of thing yeah or. This is one where I don't think many guys would have heard this one before. If she's strictly anti-feminist and she's yes. like, "No, women should." I fucking hate those feminists. And like, I can't I hang serve out my with man. other women. I can. Yeah. Only, I only have guy friends because no, women no. are drama. Yeah. Either two of those. Yeah. And this comes from personal experience. Um, I'd, I'd just again. Don't have to steer clear of any of these flags. Mm. Just, just be wary of. Especially the second one because they fly under the radar. They're like, it's, yeah, girls are so crazy and, like, that's why I don't hang out with them. I only have guy friends. It's yeah. like this internalized misogynistic kind of, like, a thing that you've got where you don't hate on other women if you're a woman. Like, you can't just be like, I hate my gender, in, in, but say it in a way that it's cool and, and like, hip. yeah. No, I, agree. I, I mean, the, if it's like, oh, most of my friends are guys, and it just happened that yeah. way, that's fine. But Different. if it's like more just specifically for like, oh, I, I no, I'm, I, I hate all that feminist stuff. I think yeah. I, you know, a woman should serve a man. It's when you're younger and that, it sounds like, oh, this will be sick, right? <laughs> and then, and maybe for the first part, it is, mm-hmm. but then other things come out, and it's um maybe a way for her to maybe she's trying to. If I put my um, <laughs> wannabe psychologist hat on without any qualifications at all, uh, it might be a way for her to try to appease men and, and gain validation 100%. that she mightn't have gotten when, yeah. when she's younger. But um, yeah. just think- either end of the spectrum there, I think you've got to be, you've got to be a bit careful of. 100%. And I assume it's the same with with guys, right? Like obviously, yeah. he's going to be like, yeah, fuck, women are all fucking crazy or whatever. Yeah. yeah, probably don't go with that. But then if he's also sliding me the bill being like, well, it's 2020 women pay. <laughs> You're a feminist. Or even worse, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I, men are such pigs and they're all really bad. And, you know, if they're talking about how much they hate men. Guys say that to me a lot more so than girls say it to me. Like guys talk shit about other guys much no. more than us girls talk about no, it, which is crazy. Boys. No, <laughs> the they're boys. Not, they're not men. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a weird thing. Nah, yeah. what do you think of that? I I don't know. Sometimes I find it like that. disheartening when it's actually happened to me a lot of times where a guy typically, maybe on a date more so than just a friendship, they'll be like, all men are like so disgusting. They only want to like, you know, f- girls and they only want to get in your pants and i'm like hang on i've had like cases successful completely fine relationships and friendships with men that have been so healthy and great like i don't really actually have i know i've got crazy stories but i don't have that many issues when it comes to men most of them are Mm. totally fine and and beautiful people but it's that whole like if you if all men are like this are you like that kind of thing like or are you just trying to make yourself out to be this shining oh. knight and shining armor kind of thing gotta steer clear of them yeah because yeah, it's i think it's one or two it's either they're trying to say like i'm not like those other yeah. guys i'm a white i respect women and, yeah and you know all those other they're probably just using that as a way to lift themselves up above other more traditionally yeah. masculine men who they know 
are probably get more successful than them in the dating world mm-hmm. because they work out a lot and they're and they might be more successful. So it's easier for them to be like, no, they're toxic or whatever. Yeah, and. Or it's just they're just lying and saying, no, I'm not like other guys. I'm, I'm going to treat you well. And then they're just <laughs> yeah. going to do the same thing anyway. Yeah. So, um, Projecting. Yeah, look, look uh, ladies, steer clear of that. <laughs> steer clear of that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> anyone who's throwing their own gender on the bus, like, come on, don't yeah. do that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, I'm sure there's uh, plenty of other deal breakers out there, so let us know in the comments. If you're watching on the YouTube video, let us know in the comments. If you if you are listening to the audio, um, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash neiltv. Uh, I think it's a much more wholesome experience when you see us as <laughs> well as hear the audio. Um, uh, follow and subscribe to the podcasts if you haven't already. Follow uh, Eliza on Instagram uh, is at Eliza Joy Wilson. If, did I get that correct? I, I can't even remember. I've been so shit on that Instagram. I think it's <laughs> okay. Eliza Joy Wilson. I think so. Yeah. Um, it'll be on my stories whenever the whenever the podcasts come out. Um, and yeah, if you, again, like I said, if you're in Sydney, um, come along to my show. It's only, it's only 20 bucks actually to start off with. Get oh, a drink. Nice. Um, and we will uh, we'll talk to you next time, guys. See you later.